talk about cryptocurrency and property and comparing the two. So, I'm a millionaire and I own both an investment property plus I own cryptocurrencies um, plus I have other investments and I just want to talk about the comparison between cryptocurrency and property because I think there's a good argument to be made that you can just skip buying a property and uh, simply invest in cryptocurrency or perhaps other uh, liquid um, assets uh, such as uh, in the stock market. So, having owned both, I think um, I think I've experienced um, the pros and cons of both asset classes with cryptocurrency. Uh, there are some um, pros and cons. So, for example, um, let's talk about the pros of owning cryptocurrency. One is that it's highly liquid. So, basically, if I had a million dollars, a million dollars in, um, say, uh, Bitcoin, then um, I can just sell that pretty fast. I can uh, get the money probably within a, a day. And with a property, it is much slower. You have to go to the real estate agent. You have to ask them to sell the house. They'll have inspections and list it on a um, website and potential buyers will look at the property and it, it can just take um, many months even. And one of the um, another advantage of cryptocurrency I think is the um, transparency of the price. So if you have a million dollars in uh, Bitcoin, then then you know it's a million dollars because you can just Google the the price on. Or you can look at the price of Bitcoin on Google, figure out what it is, and you can look on different exchanges and figure out what the price is. On the other hand, if you own a property, if you own a, a house, you don't really know how much it costs. Oh, you don't really know how much it's worth, is what I mean. You might think it costs a million dollars based on the uh, sales of similar houses in the area, but it's only when you actually sell the house that you actually know what the price is and you might be in for a bit of a surprise because, um, for example, you might think your house is worth a million dollars, but then when you actually sell it, when um, you go to the real estate agent and they start um, auctioning it um, at the auction, maybe fewer than people.
people fewer um, than uh, normal people appear, and uh, you actually get less than a million. And and uh, or conversely, the demand might be higher than you think. You might get more than a million. But the point is that you just don't know uh, what the price is, and so that can really hurt a lot in terms of um, just knowing, um, um, you know, being able to um, you know, plan ahead. Uh, however, this is offset because um, you know, Bitcoin, the price is more volatile, but I think that's simply a reflection of the um, of the um, very transparent. Um, it, it's simply because it's very transparent. So the uncertainty of the price uh, creates that volatility. Whereas with property, you have uncertainty, but there's no uh, price there that you can rely on to um, to give you a sense of how uncertain the price is, if you know what I mean. So, um, those are the two uh, pros that I can think of, of owning crypto. One other pro of owning crypto, such as Bitcoin, is that it's, it's more volatile. So this might be seen as a, um, as a negative, but it can also be seen as a positive as well, because the more volatile something is, the higher the gains you can make from it. So, there have been many stories of people who have bought in um, Bitcoin or other crypto at lower, at lower price and um, have gained a lot. And I'm sure there are many stories of people who bought at the top um, as it went down. But the bottom line is that with higher volatility, there's the potential for more gains. Now, this is um, kind of related to property because, so generally speaking, property prices are quite stable. However, many people argue that uh, one of the benefits of property is that you have leverage. So you're typically able to uh, borrow a lot of money against property. Um, so, for example, if you're buying a 500k um, house or, or, or unit, um, then typically you put in about 20% deposit. So, let's say you have um, 100k, you put that in, the bank gives you or, borrow, lets you, or lends you 400k. So, with only 100k put down, you have exposure to um, 500k worth of property. And so basically, you, you put in 100k, and if the property goes up 10%, it's, you've made 
So 10% of 500k is 50k. So the property going up 10% means that you've actually made um, 50k because remember you've put in 100k but then you've made um, 50k. So 50 divided by 100 is 50%. So gains are magnified, basically. The effect of this is that there is increased volatility. And um, there is one downside, though, which is that even though you get higher volatility, you have debt. So if you put 100k down, you have 400k of debt, and then you have to you have to pay that. You have to um, um, you know you have to work in order to pay that debt, which, in my opinion, is is not ideal because you know like why why hold money? It's it's to have freedom. So if you're chained to a mortgage and you're forced to um, you know, meet the monthly repayments, then it kind of, it's, it's, it's hard work. It's, uh, it's just not, um, you know, you need to think about the, the cost of something, not just in terms of the dollar value, but also the freedom, and um, you know, how much uh, freedom you get from something. So, basically, you can get leverage from property, but at a cost to your freedom because of this mortgage. Now, something like crypto. So, let's say you have 100k, right, and you're thinking of putting it into property. If you put that 100k into uh, crypto, say, you know, Litecoin or something, just all in Litecoin. The volatility of the crypto unleveraged is higher um, historically than the volatility of leveraged property. So, uh, to use an example, um, where I live, so I own both crypto and um, an investment property. So, um, you know, if in, in my area, if, if you had put 100k uh, two years ago, uh, bought a, say, a 500k townhouse, then um, the price wouldn't have moved much at all. So you put in 100k and you still have 100k, but you have to deduct the, um, you know, all the, the mortgage, the interest that you've paid. So, you've probably lost a bit of money on that. But had you put that 100k into, say, Litecoin, it, that would have been worth, say, 600k by now, uh, in 2021. So, this is, um, so in 2021, there's been a bit of a crypto boom. Um, you know, Bitcoin right now is worth about 50k. And so, what I'm saying is that, uh, yes, you get leverage with property, but you have a mortgage, which reduces your freedom.
What is the point of leverage? It is to increase volatility, to increase risk, to increase potential returns. But you can already get that with crypto, unleveraged. And because it's unleveraged, you don't have any debt to worry about. So you, you, it just feels more, uh, you get all the, all the benefits, uh, which is the volatility, the risk, uh, the earning potential. Without any of the downsides, you don't get any debt. That being said, it is possible there's, um, in the field of crypto, uh, something that is starting to, um, it's, it's, it's a new area and it's not something that I've, I'm in, but decentralized finance or DeFi, um, is potentially allowing, um, people to, borrow and lend um, um, in a kind of decentralized manner. Um, so, like I said, it's, it's very new, it's not something I've really gotten into much, but it's uh, based on what I've read, it, it looks very promising. And um, so it is possible to borrow or lend if that's what you want. But, like I said, there's a downside to borrowing, which is that you lost a bit of freedom. So, those are um, some of the arguments um, for crypto and why I think um, there's a strong argument to be made for um, buying crypto instead of property.